Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. It's Nature Strip out clear in the King stand by two lengths from Acclam Express. Twilight calls them behind these equilaterals. Salute a world-class Frita. Nature Strip, a ripper in the King stand. Be Twilight calls Acclam Express. But it's Zaki clear, 50 metres to go. Zaki, a star, an all-star mile winner. Scored a length and a quarter. State of rest at the moment is holding Baybridge on the run to the line. State of rest, driven out for Shane Cross. And a Royal Oscar winner for Joseph O'Brien. Won the Prince of Wales's under a peach. The gold medal, he's 11. But my G, he doesn't know it. Dead him, look at him, he won't give in. The gold medal, too bad, Daniels. What a hometown hero. Wicks down the middle, Kings will dream of the 100, it's getting desperate. Now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top. Archie's too good, but can't beat her. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. Of course, this week there's no Group 1 racing, but there is still plenty of good racing. Well, I think we've got the four Group 2 races. Of course, at the Valley we've got the Fan Stakes. It's the only golden ticket into the Cox Plate. We've got a cracking at McEwen and then over in Sydney we've got the Chelmsford and the Tramway. We see Zaki back. Fellas, I introduce you now, Nick and Will. Plenty going on in the world. Footy finals on at the moment. There's a cracking game and racing continues strongly as always. Yeah, well, um, you're not wrong. It's a good time to be alive. If you're, <laughs> if you're having a good time. Um, if you're not an Essendon or Carlton supporter. <laughs> if you're not an Essendon or Carlton supporter, yeah. Anyway, hopefully some spring stars can lift the spirits a little more than last week. Last yeah. week is wiped. Wilbur, yeah. how are you, mate? I'm all right. I had my last sack today at school and I absolutely fucked it. It went horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, that's all right. I've got exams coming up, so I'll have to redeem myself there. But <laughs> You know what, mate? It doesn't matter. It can, it can always get worse. Yeah, Never forget exactly. it. <laughs> yeah. I have to have a good weekend yeah. this weekend. <laughs> what were you saying, Nico? Yeah, well, it's now time for him to fuck the bookies, not not get <laughs> fucked by school. Exactly right. Um, I don't think we're going to do an official what's happening in racing. The only thing I wanted to touch on is obviously the disappointment of state of rest is out of the cox plate. A um, little bit of a problem has come up after his run in France, so that's obviously really disappointing. What are our thoughts around the whole scan process? We've seen, I think, five more horses have been 
ruled out of the of coming to Australia this spring. It's a load of shit, is what it is. <laughs> to put it kindly, like in all honesty, there is nothing wrong with these horses. E- exhibit A. It varies. I real, think. real world. You can't tell me this horse has got problems running two lengths off Bayed in career best form, and all of a sudden this horse isn't fit to run in Australia. What? Just because we don't like the way he walks? Come on, give me a spell. Yeah, well, but I, I think, think you've got some differing opinions. Yeah, but I think something had to be done because you know we've had, like in the Melbourne Cup especially, like the Melbourne Cup's the biggest race. Every people that tune in once a year. When it watch the Melbourne Cup and they see one horse dying a year, it's not a good look for the sport. So, Racing Victoria had to do something, and they have done something. And like they're vets, their job is to check if a horse isn't right. If a horse isn't right, I'd rather it not come than it break down in Australia and make our racing look bad. Yeah, That's the horse is so anyway. it's 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 so so bad. <laughs> it's just doing just doing the best things of its career and it's completely cast yeah no I understand that but like it, it's like it's a case by case thing like mm. you, like there's so many horses coming over from the UK and it's, and it's only UK horses breaking down in the cup the only time the last horse you know, an Australian horse to break down in one of the majors was Mahogany and I think it was Mahogany and no not Mahogany um what was that one that won the, the Cox Plate and broke down in the Melbourne Cup the really good one um um Oh. You know who I'm talking about, yeah. Ben knows who I'm talking about. Um, yeah, um, that one, anyway. Dulcify did it? Yeah, yeah Dulcify, that's it, yeah, Dulcify. Yeah, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it's just, not, it's just not a good look for the sport, for people that tune in once a year and look at our sport and, and they see mm. that, in my opinion. Yeah. I have a feeling that if we... If we scan all our horses, some of our best horses would have problems. You listen to Moose, Black Caviar. That's why Young Werther got pulled out last year. It's just the European yeah, horses. Yeah, but they're not. They don't scan yeah. every single one of them. They don't scan every single horse. Moose said if they scanned Black Caviar, she wouldn't have passed yeah. the test. And look she's at her. She's... So it's, it just feeds your argument. Mm. Like it's relevant if you make it relevant for your argument. That's all I'm going to say. It is a good argument, but. And obviously, we've got two different sides of the story here. I'm kind of still in the middle. Let's get into the bets. Hopefully, we've got some differing opinions there as well. Show me the money. Yes! Show me the money. That's it, brother. Show me the money. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. All right, let's get the cash. We're going to Mooney Valley uh, is the main meeting in Melbourne this week. We'll just talk to the the track real quickly. We've got a soft six at present. Um, There doesn't look like there's too much more rain on the way, maybe just dribs and drabs. And we're back to the rail in the true position for the first time since March. Marty came out and said uh, there is a fat chance that it could be a little bit leaderish. but Marty has been wrong before. We'll see how it plays out. What do we think? I'd be oh, saying well, gonna... I'd be betting on it being on pace on Saturday. Yep. Well, I haven't come up with a lot of bets. I've come up with horses that are going to be very forward in run, and 
there's one horse late in the day that I think like is probably what a lot of people think is the best bet he's going to be one of your best bets and he could have absolutely none if this track is fence on fire okay yep I don't, I don't think it'll be fence on fire I just think that it's going to be hard to make sustained runs from the back of the field yep. well if that's the case this is it's got none <laughs> We'll see how it plays out. It might be hold fire until we get to that race. Luckily, it is later in the day. I know the horse you speak of now. One thing I will say, I said it the same for Rose Hill. When it is a soft track, it usually evens up a little bit as the day goes on, just because those inside lanes can chop up a little bit. We'll see if that's the case uh, this time. Obviously, the ground on the inside lanes doesn't compact as it would if it was a good three or a good four. So we'll see how it plays out. Let's get into race one. It's a three-year-old handicap over 1,500 metres. Uh, I don't really like this race. I feel like Nico wouldn't like this race, and I feel like this is the type of race that Will would find an angle. Am I correct? Yeah, I love this race. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um, I really liked Major Bill. Um, I thought the track pattern would really suit it. I think it's just going to go forward, and maybe the uh, one of the um, the Kiwi trainers, I forgot their name, Brown or something, the one that trains Elephant, one of their runners will push up. Um, I, as I said before, I don't think you'd be want to be making swooping runs on Saturday. It's like first first time in the truth for, for about six months or so. Um, it was out out fast and broke benchmark the last 400 meters at Rose Hill after a mid-race slowdown between the 8 and the 6. And I think Ollie can give it a sort of a Castle Ray Kid sort of ride in the Autumn, Autumn Classic last year. Um, yeah, so I thought Red Sun, out of the dangers, I thought Red Sun Sensation has some extra sustained run and, and therefore it won't be suited on the day. Um, big story is synthetic to wet track, which is a bit of an issue because if it was... If, if soft track weren't an issue, I would have thought they would have taken it to a, a, a rain-affected track rather than send it to the, to the synthetic against older horses. Um, it was just a bit of an easy kill that day at Ballarat, though. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's did why trial I think it good should on be heavy. the second favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it should be the second favourite, and it, and it is the danger. I think it gets the box seat in a soft run with Damian Lane on. Um, Elegant Diva gets uh, the training and jockey combination of Jamie Carr and Peter Moody, which is going a 30% strike rate with a 44.7% profit on turnover, which is insane for Huge. Um, yeah, like significant people in racing to have that sort of um, like beating, beating the market by that much is insane. Um, but at the same time, I don't think Elegant Diva um, really made... made uh, she didn't really run the time that... I think would be necessary necessary to be winning here. So I think Major Bill gets Matt Favors, and um, I think it's just uh, the right horse at the right time to be winning this. Good stuff, uh, Nico. Any thoughts at all? Uh. <laughs> I know you too too well. I think. <laughs> all right. Let's go to race two, Cox Plate start, 2,040 metres, handicap. Uh, Waller is 1-2 in the market with Desert Icon and Mohican Heights. I'm going to kick yeah. this one off first. Desert Icon was a horse we were interested in last week at Caulfield. And 
he ran okay. Uh, he probably oh, peaked on the really. he probably peaked on the run a little bit late, but he was only second up there. I think fitness has just given way a little bit. They went the really hard well in that there. race. Oh, 100%. The overall figure, 10 and a half lengths above. Mm. This is either going to be going to go one of two ways, I think. He either is a little bit flat or he completely explodes. I think or he, he either com- completely explodes. He's on the one week backup. Um, he's going to map for the gun run on speed here. And he is a bet. We've taken $4.40. The only danger in my heights is Mohican Heights. Um, this horse is flying, and you wouldn't want to be done by the other Waller runner. So I'll just chop out on him. He ran a good second to not usual glorious last start in that small field. But Desert Icon King. Yeah. I no. Really as... Oh, no? You go. No. Both of you blokes are going to get sucked in by this <laughs> cat. <laughs> no. He doesn't have a heart. He doesn't win. Every single time he's there to win, he turns it up. Go back through the form guide and tell me when he's genuine. When he won by five lengths. Just give it. Give us the winner then. Give he turned the it up in a Mornington Cup prelude when it was there to, to be won. Let me get the form guide up. Maserati <laughs> Bay and Steel Prince, not exactly hacks. Doesn't matter. He still fucking by, turned um, it up. Uh, Defibrillate. Yeah, it got beaten by Pond. Too good to turn a foot. Mm. Doesn't matter when the race is there to be won. He doesn't win it. Oh, if you don't like the the horse, you can at least love the setup. I can understand miss- the setup. It's a dirty wallet setup. I can I can come to the party there with you. This thing starting three dollars twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it can start three dollars twenty all it likes, but it's not winning. <laughs> it's a cat. Yeah. I, Proper I think, squip. Um, uh, if this thing wins on Saturday, it comes out and proves. Can you genuine, shut the fuck up? Yeah, and let, let me have a go, talk, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, first preparation, it resumed off 450 days, and then it peaked, um, peaked fourth up there, and won by five lengths. So it's not a cat. Won by five lengths there, and um, it peaked there. So I think with only 150 days. Um, between, between last rep and then first up, he should be able to... This should be his peak run, his complete setup. He's, he's on the backup. He's going to get complete control of this. I'm not really worried about anything else because Mahican Heights is just going to get back and make a sweeping run. So I'm not... I, I'm pretty confident that he'll just get the gun run and, and he'll run to the same figure that he that he ran to win by four or five lengths, whatever it was, at Caulfield of 1,800 metres a while back. And I've heard I've heard that he he has a a, f- a figure that he hasn't got back to um, uh, overseas at a time form mm. reading that that he hasn't quite got back to so maybe he gets back to that um, this preparation um, and another thing to mention is that Preble Preble is fifteen point nine percent profit on turnover at Mooney Valley um, so he rides Mooney Valley well very I've read more winners than that bloke of late <laughs> <laughs> yeah well. <laughs> Come on. That's true. That's when was the last time he rode a winner? Can you actually tell me? Didn't he ride one Wednesday? No. No, I don't think he did. You couldn't tell matter. me. That's how long ago it was. He rode the Caulfield Cup winner last year. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, well, that's a year ago. <laughs> that's that's how good he's going. 
Anyway, let's no move more, on. No more slander. The horse I'm backing in the race is the leader who they won't catch, Irish Flame. Gets a soft lead around the track and trip that he likes. Going to get his toe in, which he likes. Super last star, only beaten just over a length by Man Kane and Smoking Romans. They'd dead set be $1.40 here. No, they wouldn't. Both the race of them. rated horribly. Don't worry about the ratings. Ratings aren't everything, Wilbur. <laughs> oh. And the saver that I want to have is on Predetern. He loves this track. He's obviously a track and trip winner winning the Alistair Clark. He's obviously going to be a little bit back in the field, but if he can make ground, bit. if he can make ground, uh, 54 kilos, Willow on. No other bloke you'd want on. The bloke's flying. So, he is. And he normally peaks second up pre to turn. So, yeah, main bet, Irish Flame, save a pre to turn. Leave me out of the favourite. Fair enough. All good. Let's move, Let's move on to race three. It's a Colts and Geldings plate for the three-year-olds. It's 1,200 metres. We've got the race fit Charlemagne, who's a fourth up. Ran a really good race in the listed Mackenzie Stakes track and trip last start. He looks to get control here, but he is coming up against a couple of horses that do have some, some class on their side. Uh, they're second up. What are our thoughts on this race? I thought it was quite a nice race. This is the biggest watch and learn race of all time. Mm. I thought it was a pretty simple race. I don't think they're much good. Mm. Well, Shalman. I think I think Shalaman's going to go straight to the front, and hopefully, no bullshit like last start. And we just we'll hold on. If you can yeah, make was, a long sustained run, it was only one danger. To, it was it was nine five five to twelve hundred, so you'd expect it to improve off that. But at the same time, I don't think yeah, Charlemagne's... The... You go. Well, I think there's only one danger, and he's going to be back near last. And this yeah. could just be an ultimate barrier trial for the Golden Rose in three weeks. Yeah, the he's, the only, with... he's the only horse that's half any good. Mullane. Mm. The rest yeah, of them are no good. Like You couldn't back Seminark. And then the others are coming out of... Well, why couldn't you back Seminark? Well... I just don't think he's much good. Yeah. yeah I'm coming with you, Nico. I, I actually do think Charlemagne is the bet in the race, and I'm kind of happy to take the $3.40. Yes, this Mullane is well spruiked at uh, as a potential Caulfield Guineas hope, but Charlemagne, fourth up. He's the one here and now. He's going to lead. Ben Malm is on. Uh, heavy nine. I don't think he really appreciated uh, the, the wet, wet track, so he'll get back on a soft surface but it'll be I think it'll be soft five might play like a six and I think it'll be very hard to catch yeah perfect yeah the problem with this race is um, Charlemagne's going to get the, the PR but I think I don't think he's that good but I think Mullane is very very he doesn't good have to be that good yeah I know that's what I'm saying And but I don't think Mullane is suited at all and I think Mullane's just about the best Corfield Guineas chance there is at the moment um like, I sort of want to bin the Jackano and Afcabin form off last week. Maybe not Afcabin, but like I think Mullane's just as just about as good as it gets for for Guinea's chances moving forward. But this race is a complete like I don't know where he's going to get to, and it's it's just not going to suit him at all. But they they have to run him here because they want to go two weeks into the Exford or the got the Golden Rose. Which are, is it a Golden Rose in two weeks or or when's that? Um. Don't have the Sydney calendar. Yeah, yeah that's up right. In that's my right. head. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so the one I sort of... If it drifts like heaps on the day, I'll, I'll spec amenable. It ran nice late time at Sandown. And, and you can sort of tie in the form between uh, Liberty Steps, who went up to Brisbane and, and ran well in, in some, some, some group, uh, nice races up there. So uh, if, if it just like like it drifts like heavily, then I'll, I'll back it late. But um, other than that, I'll just be watching and learning. I did get a bit of stable mail about Amenable for uh, the Guineas. They're yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, I think it's just like, just about as good as a Guineas chances there is. I don't know what price it is for the Guineas, but I think I think it's uh, um, pricing Kent's Guineas horse. Yeah, it's at least twenties or thirty. So watch and learn, punters. Um, but Nico and I don't will be put on. yourself through the pain. One thing, one other thing I'll say is if if it is looking a little bit leaderish early, race was one and two. Then this thing's not starting with a three, Charlemagne. I, I don't, think, start I don't think it does anyway. Yeah, I reckon it'll start 270. What price is it now? 340. 340. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They're not going to back anything else in the race. Not if it's leaderish, especially. Sebignac they might have a look at, but he was, I don't know, so so first up. Yeah, it was a bit of a flop. What's he done? He's done nothing, he's won one race. He was Everyone was wants he... to pot Nanagui. Nah, he was, good in the, he was good in the Blue Diamond. He was pretty good in the Blue Diamond. But... Was he fourth there? Yeah, fourth. Jackano is the only horse that's half looked any good. And he possibly got a dream run last week. Nothing else has gone any good out of the Diamond. Dormier's yep. failed. Revolutionary Miss has failed. How Fair good chat. is that two-year-old form? Like, That's fair chat. I, mean? I think I think Jack Noe could be a good horse, but in my opinion, he was the best of that lot anyway. Let's we'll move bring on. Up, we'll bring up how shit the two-year-old form is later in race. <laughs> Whichever one Cool and Gadda's in. <laughs> oh. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> All right. Fee and Stakes, Group 2, $500,000, and it's attracted just the six runners. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Mr. Brightside is our even money favourite from Earlswood 420, Inspirational Girls 5s, Spanish Mission, uh, he is 950. Forgot You, 3 from 3 at the Valley, he's $14, and Sound, the resuming stayer, is 34s. Map, Earlswood draws 1, oh, Brightside draws 5. Who leads who? Good question. Anyone could lead. Depends whoever wants to go mm. there. I think Willow Willow's going go straight forward. to the front. Oh, if he does, he's going to go 15 second sectionals. Because, <laughs> like... Well, he, that's he about the only way this horse gets beat. Yeah, just about. This is the only way this horse gets beat. If they go too slow and the others have got half a chance to beat him, that's the only way this horse gets beaten. I think the only... If, if they go and I don't really, really slow, want him to take a sit. Yeah, yeah if the they only... go really slow, the horse doesn't have a super turn of foot. He does. But Aww. I think Inspirational Girl can beat him if they go really, really slow. But if they go quick enough, I think he just wins. I don't think any of the Bob Peters runners are fit right now. Yeah, Showmanship's the really only exception. Yeah. He's the only Show, one that yeah. raced in the autumn. Exactly. What were you saying, Will? If they go really slow, it doesn't matter if they're fit or not. Yeah. Like, that is true. What do we think of, what do we think of Damien Lane... 
riding Ellswood instead of Inspirational Girl? Is that just him thinking this could be my Cox Plate or Cups horse? No, I just think Inspirational Girl is being set for a Caulfield Cup and she's just probably not here and here for a barrier trial. But if they go that slow, then I think she can be in the finish anyway because she she's could a good turn of foot. Yeah. I don't... I don't think Frosty's probably too worried. He'll get the Cerise and White jacket back on his back whenever he feels like it. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's throw down some money. Let's bet. We've kind of said a lot of these are just poking around. They're looking for a Caulfield Cup. So If this horse is any good, Mr. Brightside, he just wins this race and wins it easily. What do you mean he's, he's any good? good? He's obviously good. Well, <laughs> he should just win this race. Stuff. Yeah. No, I but agree. if he's going to be a spring player, like this is a horse that they're talking about competitive in our best races, he if he can't beat these five walkers that are fresh, mm. well, it's a bit of a myth. Oh, I completely agree. I don't know if he's good enough to you know to actually win a major, but he's good uh, enough to win this race and <coughs> win it easily. Correct. Um, I don't think he's going to win a Cox Plate, but he no. should win this race and win this easy. Yeah, he's had the run under the belt. The run in the PB Lawrence was a, it was a good win. I'm not going to say it's a, it was anything special, but it form, was the perfect the platform. Better than the time. Yeah, and it was the perfect platform to step up to 1600 meters second up. They went slow. Uh, he ripped off some decent splits late. Overall figure 5.4 above last 600 3.3 above. So, that's all you can ask. He couldn't have done anything more. He worried I'm Superman out of it. Don't know how much of a feather in the cap that is, but he's the fit horse. He gets a 1,600 metres, and he's an absolute winner. He's won eight races from 14 starts. He's been so well-placed, and he's been well-placed again here. Yep. Yeah. Best of the day. I think he, I think he starts something like $1.70. And yeah, that's think... overs. He should be $1.50, $1.60 chance. <laughs> really? Mm. I think a dollar sixty, a dollar seventy. Between the dollar sixty, a dollar seventy is probably right price. If he was a dollar, if he was a dollar sixty, you wouldn't blink an eyelid. You'd yeah, be like, oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I haven't yeah. had a, had a time to do any prices, but but I think he'd probably be around a dollar seventy, and that'd be about right. Just wind him right in, will about dollar twenty five. <laughs> Short. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go to race five. It's the f- second well, of the can group I just, twos. Can I just say one more thing? Go on. Yeah. So, um, the reason I think I think the reason you could get bright side so short is because I think first up, last prep, Spanish Mission and and Earlswood, that the race they were in first up was like it was a genuine test. Like they went out at a good a good pace, and and they were they were able to run on there. I don't I don't know if they if they would be able to sprint as well off of a slow tempo and run the time they did if it was like a, a jig jog then sprint so um, I, I think if it's a complete walk which it probably will be which it will be actually um, I think Mr. Brightside is just the obvious you know yep alright race 5 McEwen stakes a thousand metres yes there is only a small field of 7 here but I still think it's a real quality race. We look at the punting form map. They've got in the Congo, Samillion, Coolangatta, Rothfire, and Zustal all in a line. Obviously, we know that's not going to happen. I, I do think Zustal will be too fast from in the lead, but we've got a short price favourite in the form of Magic Millions two-year-old classic winner, Coolangatta. Uh, and Will, you want to stick the boots in? So let's. I'll let you go first. 
How's this? What is it? Two? What price is it? Two twenty. Two twenty-five. How is it that price? And like, if you want to say it's fast enough and it's just going to lead a win here, like it, it, it couldn't win over. It couldn't lead over twelve hundred. It was like it was eight at the eight hundred or something like that in the in the golden slipper. Yeah, like twelve hundred meters. Her be- her best figures over a thousand meters, and she's going to oh. sit behind them and get the perfect cart into this race. They'll go like cut no. cats early. It doesn't matter if she's not quick enough she's to leave. She's not winning this. She's not I'm, that good. I'm not backing her for what it's worth, but if she's close enough, she shouldn't lose. She's got, she got 50 kilos out. on her back. She, yeah, she she could she she might be the most likely winner in this race. I haven't priced it yet, but even if she is, like in the Congo is a big price at $5. And, and he's also going to po- possibly give her the carton of the race. His first time around the valley. You Not could, many horses win first time around the valley. You could easily price Coolangatta like four or five dollars if you wanted to. I'll I'll get on with you at four or five dollars then. <laughs> I don't know what the market's going to do with this race. It's going to be interesting because they could completely smash her because she's got fifty kilos, which I don't really believe in. But um. Well, it's, it's going to be telling here. She's got eight kilos less over a 1,000 metres. How much does that mean? Plenty. I don't think so. It's going to be the... It could be the difference here. I don't reckon. If she's know. close enough, she should just, she just, just wins. If she's taken that step from two to three. I'm not backing her. I, I love her as a horse. I want to see her do it. But mm. if I have a couple wins early, I could definitely get sucked into a little multi or something later on she's a yeah. good horse I'm she's betting got 50 now. kilos on her back I think I think I think she sh- she she should start around 350 is the price fuck well I will be betting if she starts 350 I think I think in the Congo gets well backed maybe a away game they spec a little bit and she's if not they, a if they go, horse she doesn't win either she's good enough like she's a good horse like if you I'm, put cool and gather in the in the if you, if you put Cool and Gatter in the um, Oakley Plate, where does she come? Last by fifty lengths. <laughs> well, I, who are you backing? Are you in the Congo? No, yeah, I'm backing in the Congo, and okay. and also if if it's mad on pace and they and they want to go insanely quick here, I if it's if it's really on if it's really on pace, I'll be backing the on in the, in the Inferno as well because oh think, Wilbur, <laughs> I think it, I think it'll I think it'll no. drift if it's completely on pace. He's a complete then, myth. He's not a horse. He He's he a... beat Portland Sky over a thousand meters, <sighs> and then the next start over a thousand meters, he just got beaten by um, Wild Ruler by half a length. He probably should have mm. won. He does have some decent thousand meter figures. If he he's drifts not a up horse. to twenty twenties on twenties late on Betfair, I'll, I'll have something on him. He's an absolute myth. Well, I don't. Just didn't come uh, up last prep. Forgive I'm betting. Prep. Go on. I'm taking two horses here. There's one horse we haven't mentioned yet, and he's the only thousand meter horse in the race. Zoo Number Stoll. four, Zustol, is going to lead here. Yeah. Gets Ollie. He is he's a dead set winner. He's won nine from sixteen. The trial was hot. All of his trials are always hot, obviously, because he's he's a leader and he's that type of horse. Wow. Fast horses trial fast. Who would have thought? But he's seven dollars and he is a dead set thousand meter horse, so he's definitely on side for me. I agree, Will I do think Cool and Gatter is too short. 
I couldn't touch her at $2.30. Yes, she might win, but she can win without mine this time around. I will be backing in the Congo as well. This horse led led them up in a galaxy and was very, very, very brave. Ran third, just behind Shelby 66 in Big Parade. So he does have some really good early toe as well. I think he can sit. I think he'll be in the top three for sure. Um, he'll be tagging Zoo style, but... Yeah, I'm pretty happy to take on the favourite. I think four and two are really good bets. Zusol is the only actual 1,000-meter horse in this race. In the Congo, he is quite adaptable, and I think he's not a bad horse. I could probably take the $5.50 now as well. I've heard the trials were hot in the Congo. Are you joking? Or are you just saying no, the trials no, are good? No, I've, I've, I, haven't looked, I haven't watched them. Oh, so oh, trials mean something now, Wilbur. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, just as an extra thing to say on top of what I've been saying. You better back overpass because it beat Nature Strip in a trial. Oh, no. spell. I'm half joking. <laughs> how bad did um, Classic Legend, just off, off topic for a sec, how bad did Classic Legend look in that trial? Who cares? It's a trial. He's irrelevant. Anyway. He just looked all over the shop. He's actually, like, his action, I don't know, a bit of a wet track and stuff, but there are alarm bells ringing. If he can't get back to somewhere near his best, all right, Quaddy Lakes, go in the Congo. Um, another <laughs> one you like in the Congo and Zoo style. Let's do it. All right, race six. No, Crawling Gator's got to no. go. No, it's not, no, a, it's not a Quaddy Leg. It's not a Quaddy Leg. I'm saying we're oh. going to the Quaddy. Oh, oh right, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> race six is the Atlantic Jewel Stakes, 1200 meter listed for the three-year-old Phillies. I'm Lavinia is installed as favourite. The best-backed runner um, here, though, is Lady Laguna. Opened eight or nine dollars. She's into five dollars fifty, uh, and then we're out to Troach, Boogie Dancer, and Nico's girlfriend Nanagai. Yeah, uh, were you betting? Who's going? Am I going? Oh, yeah, I, go. I liked I liked Lady Laguna here. Mm. Um, I would have loved some of the $8 earlier, but um, mm. she was the best of an on-pace... I mean, she, w- she was the best on-pacer on a, in a pace meltdown last start, and while the time was good, I think um, it was a little bit... Um, it's, it's not really reflective of the form, but even still, she's not, she's not really meeting much here. Like, she's going to get the perfect run, and some of the form around these other horses is just midweek at best and like she, she genuinely um, was like going close she started favourite over Fireburn I'm pretty sure um, I, li- I like the first up run Malum goes on he's obviously profitable at uh, uh, Mooney Valley 5.3% profit on turnover at Mooney Valley um, and yeah I, I just just off a map sort of bet I really liked like Lady Laguna at what price is it? Six, five dollars or something like that? Five fifty. You probably I think you'll get better on the day. Mm. I think I'm gonna have to come with you. This horse has been one of mine. We backed her at Overs <laughs> last prep. And she looked like a superstar when she bolted in that day on a heavy ten. But as funny as this sounds, I don't know, some of her other performances on heavy tracks were like she didn't handle it all of a sudden, so I do think she could possibly be better uh, on top of the ground. Um, right, in, right in the middle here on a soft five, soft six is going to be perfect. 
Um, as you said, she'll come on greatly from that last start effort. They, as you said, pace meltdown. They went lickety split out in front. The overall figure was pretty good. It was 11.4 above. Um, and I like that she's been given a couple of weeks to get over it. So I think I'm happy to back in uh, Malum again, Nisham and OTI. It's a pretty formidable combination. Yeah, that, that, she has form around um, Paris Dior and Willinga Beast, who I think are pretty good horses moving into the spring. Mm. Mm. Favourite? Obviously, uh, there wasn't much between them last start in the Quisette. Yeah, I think I think I'm loving you was suited by the the pace meltdown. Yep. And and I, I think the map's completely different here, and might get stuck back on the rail three four back. So I'd much rather be with Lady Laguna, especially at the prices. Same here. I took a bit of seven dollars, but I wish I had more on. I've only had half a bit. So let's do the quaddy. Uh, four obviously goes in. I still want to have three in. Yeah. I'm loving you, Lady Laguna. I reckon we go Revolutionary Miss as well. Yeah, she's got to go in. Yeah, she does have talent on her day for sure. So we have to have just a three. Yeah. Hold on two seconds. I was just watching a replay. Let me get the race back up. <laughs> Form on the fly. Form on the fly, punters. Oh, just... Oh. Jace, Jace has got a bet on. Oh. <laughs> oh, it must be the footy. Yeah. What's the score? He's he's like thir- he's about thirty seconds in front of me, so it hasn't all happened yet. This is uh, a um, sorry real I'm uncut just... areas here on racing previews <laughs> HQ. Race six. What numbers have we got? Three, four, and, and one. One, three, four. Um. Oh, Nana guy's going in. No. Oh come on. No. no she's a good not filly. She's, she's not good enough against these. Not, not from 15. She's drawn 15. She scraped no. in against some... Oh, she's going now personal quaddie, Ben, whether you fucking like it or not. <laughs> Mate, Doesn't if have to she... Be listener one. If she wins... Hey, you know the rules, bro. Don't fight it. If she wins, I'll just I'll just give you your 50 bucks back. How's that sound? No, because get, you're going to cost us a fortune if it gets <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, you're going to cost us... No, don't put it in the quaddy then, but it's going in our personal one, just so you know this now, so the listeners, when it all happens, this is on you, bro. It's not in the quaddy. Three, one, three, four. All right, let's move on then. Race seven is the listed Chautauqua Stakes, time-honoured. Second year, uh, it's been renamed the Chautauqua. 1,200 metres and the big grey flash. Let me just put my Mooney Valley hat on for a second. The big grey flash will be there at the valley, so come get your photo with the champion, he is the horse that got me into horse racing. So I owe my whole career to the Grey Flash, and I'm looking forward to seeing him again for the first time in a couple of years. $5.50 to field. This is a great race. Corner Pocket, Prince of Boom, Rangers, Wonder Bar, and the new Yulong Colors, Age of Chivalry, and then we've got Oxy Road, and then the two Godolphin emergencies are Gravina and Kalos. I've got a bet here for something different. Yep. I think. Yeah. Mr. Consistent for me. Number four, Rangers. Um, happy to be with him. He's going to be forward in the run, likes his toe in, which he gets both of here. Top three, his last seven starts. He's so honest, he doesn't know how to run a bad race. MZ on, huge. 
Just happy to be with him at, at that price. Great each way bet, I think. Yep, I did this race for value form at work, and I've come up with number seven corner pocket and number four ranges. Number seven corner pocket is, he's just a winner, obviously. We know that. He's eight wins from 12 starts. He's unbeaten over 1,200 metres, four from four, and he's also unbeaten two from two at the track and trip. Despite that, he keeps on going around at backable odds. I think the the jockey-trainer combination isn't really a fashionable one, and I know he hasn't really been probably rating that high with a lot of his wins, but he keeps finding suitable races. He knows where the post is, and he'll be on speed. Rangers, draws barrier one. He ran a really gallant second to Uncommon James last start, and he was exposed early. He had to make a long, sustained run. If Uncommon James was in this race, what price do we think he would be? I reckon he would be $2. Two dollars. I don't know. Yeah. Dollar eighty. Dollar eighty. There you go. I was gonna say, yeah, low two dollars. Dollar eighty. Um obviously Rangers ran a distant second to him, but if he had got a more economical run, which he'll get here, he would have ran closer. So five dollars fifty, six dollars for corner pocket and seven dollars for Rangers. Pretty happy to bundle them up them up and uh I think we'll get the winner. I think the only the other horses I'm keen to have in my quaddy are the two Godolphin horses. If if they, I imagine Gravina will get a run first emergency, and Kalos is flying. He jumped out really well on uh, Tuesday morning. What else do we like in the quaddy? <laughs> so just to bring you up to speed, punters, Lynch kicked a snap with two minutes to go. It's gone over the top of the goalposts. And they've called. They thought it was umpires called it a goal, and they've signalled behind. Oh no! Now there's a minute thirty left. Brisbane up by two. Is that right? I'm not watching. I'm just looking on the app. Yeah, well, if you've just checked it, then oh no, our boy kicks a goal. No. That's it then. All right. Well, no, should we still get back a, into the racing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back into it. Given most of these people that listen to this are going to be listening on Friday anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wilbur, who do you like? Oh, no, it's a lottery. I, I don't know. Uh, Quaddy then? Yeah, don't know. Don't ask me. I only took four in my Quaddy for work, but this is a very open race and I'm happy to take a couple more if need be. Wonderbar, does she have to go in? I think she has to go in. Ran second in the missile last start and she has been quite a consistent mare. Uh, you still with us, Nico? Yeah, I'm with y'all. <laughs> yeah, it should be fine. Numbers? Uh, we've got four Rangers. We've got five Wanderbar. Seven Corner Pocket. Fifteen Gravina. And seventeen Kalos. Four, five, seven, fifteen... And 17. I was happy to leave Oxy Road out. I'm happy to leave Kalos out. I'd rather Oxy Road in. Just yeah, put Oxy Road in as well then. Yeah. Kalos won't get a run. It's he's third a emergency. Of, he's a bit of a myth anyway, old Kalos. you got to trust my jump out eye. He was one of the better jump outs at the Valley on Tuesday morning. Shout out. Alright, <laughs> All right. race 8. Race 8. All needs to go to bed. 
it's a handicap 1600 meters and the horse that uh, Nick was talking about earlier Ooh, might need smashed. a track to be in his favor his uncle Bryn he's into two dollars thirty two dollars forty obviously we backed him in the Headley last start and I thought that would have been a great bet um, he's found this race instead he is returning from the group to Lawrence where which was wait for age and he ran a really good race behind Mr. Brightside he had to it was a long sustained run exposed came out wide kind of peaked on the run late should be fitter now second up plummets down to 54 kilos and if this track is fair Fingers crossed, race eight, chops out a little bit towards the end of the day. I think he should be winning. Yeah, I I, I agree, but I don't know. I just don't... I, I'd have to watch and learn for the, the track pattern. And I don't know, I just... Not a race I want to bet in early. Yeah, fair. Nico, still keen. I'm grey as, to be fair. Oh, come on. I don't know. This track... He doesn't track, have to be last. He doesn't have tra- to be last. If the track's not cast, then, yeah, he's yeah. a bet. But if the track's cast... I don't know. I think I think the, the leaderish thing might be overplayed a little bit. That's just my, yeah. that's just my early thoughts. We'll see. Just see how the track plays. Yeah. All right, Quaddy, Uncle Bryn goes in. Military expert probably has to go in. Yep. Sosi Bon, $15. His best is definitely good enough to win it. This is the type of race he's in with only 57.5 kilos. He's done much better things during his career. I kind of want him in. Mm. Second to Jimmy the Bear last start. Sure. Sosie's in. Maybe, maybe Russo um, as well. I don't. I don't mind Russo. No. Okay. Let me just say something. If Kalos was the second best gallop of the morning, Russo was the best gallop of the morning. He loves on the Tuesday. Valley. He loves the valley. He's he's absolutely flying. Yeah. I don't know. Like, well, if, unless unless you leg me on it, it can't win. Preble's not going Four starts, two wins, and a second here at the Valley. This hurts my head. Mayfair Spirit won a pretty pox race last night. Mayfair Spirit's not going to pox race. Shot of Irish. Shot of Irish probably needs retirement. Yep. But then again, yeah, don't know. Three, five, six is all we need. It's a bit front end, this card. It is a little bit. You can thank you can thank the group two's having so little numbers for that. Anyway, let's move on to the last. Um, So we only go on three in the quarter there. No Russo. No Russo. Sure. All right. You owe me my fifty bucks back if it wins. All right. Handicap again. Sixteen hundred meter benchmark seventy eight. This is a hard race. Attractable global gift unusual culture pounding he's our Bonneville this is the other race I did for work um, I think if unusual culture is ridden positively out of the barriers then oh. $8 is a fair enough price to find out this horse was given 
this is going to give Will nausea. Uh, but this horse well, was, was given absolutely no hope by Linda Mitch last well start. Um, let me just reel off these stats. He Unusual culture around the fastest four to the two of the race. That was evident on the visual. He gets a long way back, has no hope, and then all of a sudden he presents on the corner, and then he just completely peaks on... Sorry, she. She, mare. She completely peaks on the run, runs only the fifth fastest, four to the two... Uh, four, sorry, two to the post. Um, and if Jai can bang her up on speed from barrier two, then I think she is a bet. The other horse that I just want to have a little something on is not, is the toppy. He's our Bonneval. Um, he'll probably need the track to be playing fair. He'll 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 be ridden a little bit further back with cover. Um, ridden upside down last start. Didn't appreciate it. One system that it is a thing. I don't care what the numbers are. I don't care what anyone says. But Alana Kelly in the last race is beginning to become a thing. She won the last at Sandown on Wednesday. I swear she's done it about 10 times in the last couple of months. So those are the two horses I'm backing, Unusual Culture and Heza Bonneval, $8 and $10 respectively. Heza what a, what a hateful horse. <laughs> he was $10 in the heavily last week. He's $10 in a benchmark 78 now. Oh, yeah. I backed him at 76s and he didn't make it to the race. You reckon I'm back, backing him at 10s? Got it's a benchmark 78. Oh, I, I don't care. Heels are dug in, well and truly. I hope it never, I hope it never wins another race. <laughs> anyway, it's a bet. Will, thoughts, anything? Uh, I like to think and fly a lot, but it's been scratched. Um, I didn't, I didn't like a track. Well, that fucking favorite. helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, Attractables twelve to sixteen on a wet track, which it, I don't think it likes at all. Um, and unusual culture. I, I don't know. I, I really wanted to back it on Wednesday, but they scratched it in the most winnable race ever. And um, if it wins on Saturday without me on, I'll I'll probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's getting real dark real quick. <laughs> yeah. Move on. <laughs> All right, Quaddy, let's bring us home. Um, one, he's our Bonneval goes in. Um, yep. 15, Unusual Culture goes in. 10, Attractable goes in. 13, Pounding goes in. There's a couple I'm not really sure if you want in or not. They Global are, Gift is going in. All right, Global Gift goes in. We went short oh, in the other league, so got, that's right. We've got 1, 15, 10, 13, 4. There is one unanimous. horse. Unanimous? 1,600 unanimous. Nah, it's going to get back. I don't I don't reckon that's a 1,600 metre. Oh, so it's uh, three starts, three placings. Uh, I don't know. I'd happily... Ha- oh, fuck. Put it in. The only horse... I don't think this horse is classy enough, but I think Do You Reckon leads. Doesn't run 1,600 metres. 26. Doesn't run 1,600 metres? No, I had a look at it. I I had a look at it, and I just don't think it runs 1,600 metres. 
Yeah, and it's just Mal- kind of peak Malum's range being that price will lead. Yeah, mm. yeah. All right. What about this Serb- Serbius? Caribus. 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 Absolute moral. Hundred and twenty something Raider, and it's in a benchmark seventy-eight. I've actually got no idea about the horse, to be honest. I, this was the horse that um, a couple people were backing in the derby last year in the, the green and gold colours that um, that uh, Capitalist wears and, and Lativian and Cannonball. James Hammond. those ones? Yeah, yeah, those ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I actually didn't mind its first start run. If, if, if someone told me they were backing it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell them otherwise. I think it's not, not the worst. But still no opinion from me. Yep. No, that's fair. Martha um, the man, none. No, don't think so. No. We've already got what six or seven in the in the quaddy. We're gonna have seven after I add. That'll do. Three and eleven. I reckon that'll do, and that'll that'll wrap us up for Melbourne. I reckon. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to Sydney. I believe these might be the only two states we're covering. There's pretty pox cards elsewhere around Australia, but we'll soon find out. Uh, they're at Ramwick on Saturday. Uh, what have we got? The rail is out seven metres. It's currently a soft seven, and there is some rain on the way. Let me get this up. Uh, eight to ten mils on Saturday and two to six tomorrow. So that could tip the track into the heavy range um, Zaki is returning Annabelle nommed him for the Fian saying if this track is heavy then he could go to Melbourne instead I'll be dead set that flat if she scratches him from Sydney given they had the option of the Fian sitting right there on a nice track and we could have got a cracking contest between Mr Brightside second up and Zaki first up flat yeah I agree with you to be fair why didn't she just accept and just and just make her decision later in the week? She would have given Gator the shits. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Just send him to Melbourne anyway. Fuck Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh... Race one. Touch... Oh, you're keen race one, are you? Go on. Yeah. You lead off. I've you lead a, off. I've got a great bet here. You lead it it's off in the, in the highway. Nelly, Nelly next best. <laughs> I'm not one to bet into highways, but this thing will just win. Opal Ridge, coming back from the Group 2 Phillies race, when it was four wide the trip, pulled seven wide on the corner, clocked the fastest last 200 of the day, gets J-Mac here, back to a highway, complete and utter bet. I don't hate it. I don't Complete like highways. Complete and utter bet. I don't like highways, but my one rule is... This is I'm not a highway to, horse. If I'm going to bet in a highway, it's either got to be a, a good horse, like it's me, or I'm backing J-Mac. This and is a complete J-Mac. bet. I can come with you. I'm not happy about it. 11.40am. Yes. In a class Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Absolute sick areas. Well, but tell me, it's it's got the clear best form. 
Well, this is a filly that they think good enough that... Well, she's running in a group too, and she's back to a highway. Yeah. Complete bet. Wilbur, you might even have a little nibble. No, it's in Sydney. (laughs) 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 All right, let's go to race four, unless you've got anything else from two to three. I highly doubt it. I'd be concerned if so. Listed race, it's the Tats Cup, 2,400 metres. I don't really want to fall off Lord Ardmore so quickly. I think he's a good horse. I think he's going to lead here, and I like the fact that he's going out to 2,400 metres for the first time. Hold on, let me just check. Is he running tomorrow? Is he he in markets for tomorrow, is he? He Scratchings wouldn't come out till 7.30 anyway. He was nommed in the Wyong Cup tomorrow. Yeah. Well, hopefully Which he's running he here. He's still a three dollar favourite. Okay. Well, so I'll back him he's there. Three, anyway. He's three dollars, and Groove Ferry is four dollars sixty. So one and two in the okay. market, and too well, much to bear is there as well. So th- well, three of the top four in the market on Saturday are the same tomorrow. Is it twenty four hundred as well? Twenty one hundred. Okay, well, either way, I'm still going to back... I'm still keen to back Lord Ardmore. I do have a decent opinion of this horse. Um, he didn't really have any excuse last start, but they went they went pretty hard. Um, and I'm just thinking he'll come on from that. He's had a nice two-week gap. Um, can we, can we just highlight something a little off-topic here? So in the Wyong Cup tomorrow, there's 11 runners. How many do you think Waller's got? Oh, yeah, I did see this. It was like seven. Seven of 11 runners. I am good. You know what we call that? A wallathon. Oh, that's a complete setup job if you've ever seen it. Anyway, Lord Ardmore, I was kind of hoping he'll be in Randwick. I didn't even know about this race tomorrow. He looks to get complete control, and I'm happy to be with him. Through Irish eyes, I just... He's turning into a... We should have backed you on Sunday. Yeah, he's turning into a hateful horse on the flat. I'm waiting for him to get over the up and overs, and then he'll be a complete launch. Then he'll be a favourite. Speaking of complete launches, race five is the Concord Stakes. Uh, 1,000 metres, group three, the top weight, Eduardo, is going to rocket to the front, and they are not going to see which way he goes he has claims to being one of the best thousand meter horses in the world. Nico, I know you don't like him. You call him the yellow little See. something <laughs> that I can't say. Um, but he's a hundred and eighteen radar. Let me let me just read this out to you. So punting form top four peak benchmarks in the last two years. He's got a nineteen point nine lengths above the all benchmark um, performance. It's five lengths clear of the next best, which was a flukish run by Shelby 66. I think he leads here. He's now an, a rising nine-year-old, but doesn't seem to be slowing up. Obviously, he tried well. Malkovich will go to the front, and Eduardo will bully him either way. Look at you with your Zaki t-shirt on, huh? He's back. He's back this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, you love him again now, do you? I love you him now. Ki- you were kicking him in his wheelchair, and now you're happy to be back with him. I was kicking him when State of Rest and Real World was still in the race. 
But now there's only like three chances for the Cox Plate. Now you've you've met up with him last week, given him a little pat, fed him a carrot, and now your bromance is back. Yes. Okay. I'll happily admit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a bromance for this horse, actually. I hate, I, I hate this horse. We know. But I may or may not back him on Saturday. I'm not going to tell you if I do. I'm not going to tell you if I don't. Mm-hmm. I won't be cheering for him, even if I back him. But Let's just talk dollar. about the race if a little this bit horse, more. If this, well, he, sh- he should just win this race. Did you just say he should be a $1.50, Will? Surely. Yeah, agreed. Why, what's he got to beat? He's got to beat Shelby 66 when he's not on his, in his last prep when he's racing on heavy 25s. Yeah. When he's not racing on steroids. Yeah, and, and, and not a thousand metre horse. Yeah, and, and Andermatt, who's like... Who's a myth and was only good on heavy, like heavy twenty five. He might get it. He still might weeks. get that, and he's four he for four fresh. Oh, I'd love nothing more than J Mac on Andermatt to sail past Eduardo, and J Mac just absolutely give it to that little yellow thing. <laughs> I'd love nothing more. All right, let's talk. Let's talk statistics for a sec. We're spending a bit of time in this race. We'll move on in a sec. But Andermatt is a ninety four radar. We know. I think some people get sucked in by the visual of a flashy horse beating other horses in lower grade races. Our good mate Stu got sucked into thinking Graceful Girl was a live <laughs> Everest hopeful because she's been flashing home in WA beating average fields. But they just look flashy. It doesn't mean they're actually rating well and it doesn't actually mean that they're one of the better sprinters in the country, which is what Eduardo is. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, correct. All right. Moving on to... We'll quickly... We'll look at race six. Um, it's the group two furious stakes. Uh, so actually, there is a couple more. Uh, off the top, I mentioned there's only four group twos. There's probably a couple more than that. In secret, probably a moral beat and last start for Godolphin. Paris Dior, smart horse, and She's Extreme is another one that I was keen to see come back. And then you've got She's a Belter, um, won the JJ Atkins. She's resuming at $10, and Russian Conquest was the Magic Millions runner-up. 20s. In secret, a bet, Nico? Oh, this is a bit of a hateful race. Hmm. It's a hard race. They've, yeah, they've, really, done, they've really done well. Not for this to be a quaddy leg. This yeah. is like quaddy leg written all over it. In secret should probably win. Barrier 12's a bit. Uh, Paris Dior, everyone's got a big rap on her. She was the pick from the Snowden Yard this morning on RSN. Yep. She's extreme, has got to come back from those heavy tracks, which she's probably going to get again. I don't know, it's just too hard because normally there's not too many good two-year-olds that become good three-year-olds, so... Mm. Yeah, I'm I don't still know, Wellinga, Wellinga Beast sort of interests me a little bit. Mm, that's a bit off Broadway. But I don't know, I don't have a really firm opinion in the race. I'm trying yeah. to just stick to the tried and true on Saturday, just a couple of bets outside 
the Eduardo Mr. Brightside multi because it looks very trappy. Yep, fair enough. Uh, yeah, watch and see wet, there. Wet tracks, track buyers. Yeah. Race seven, Tramway Stakes, Group Two, fourteen hundred meters. Wait for age. Number one, Zaki heads the market dollar eighty. Profondo and Converge share the second line at seven dollars a pair. Ice bath eight fifty, and then we're out to uh, Nimalee Yearning, Prime Candidate, Character, Colding, Yonkers, and Big Boy Void the Waller numbers. <laughs> uh, we're betting with Zaki in at the moment I think he's very 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 hard to beat I'm not suggesting a bet right now at the $1.75 $1.80 I just want to see the track and whether he runs or whether he scratches but I do think he is the most likely winner of the race um, and yeah trials have been really good he looked really good over in Warwick Farm um, Profondo and Converge Profondo was awesome first up in the winks and did have a bit of a wide run. He wouldn't shock if he won. Little Converge has to has to run, still has to come back as a four-year-old. We haven't seen it for him yet, from him yet. Um, so, bit of a watch. Zaki on top, but wait and see. Is it is it meant to be really really wet at Randwick? I think I think it'll get into the heavy range yet. Mm. Zaki looks really short. Dollar seventy. Mm. You could almost back Converge or Profondo to beat him. Oh, that's a big call. Profondo's got none on a heavy track. Yeah, yeah that's true that's as well. Problem. And Little Converge, like, doesn't matter if Zaki's not there. You can't tell me Little Converge is going to say to Zaki, let's go to war. And he's just going to be able to out-tough him. So, Converge is yeah, a little nugget. First up. Converge is a little nugget, and he's got to carry 59 kilos, level weights with Zaki. Gets Who's penalized classified as our best weight for, weight for age horse, horse in the country? He's not well weighted at all, Converge, coming back first time as a four-year-old first up. It's big boy games now. Mm. It'll be interesting what makes the step up and what doesn't. Could you half back Ice Bath if it's like completely wet, no Zaki? Not she up. eats it. Fifty-three kilos on no, her she's back. She's second up. She's second up. She wasn't. Oh. She wasn't actually that bad in the wings. She loves the mud. That's not, that's it. actually not a bad shout. I think if Zaki's out, I'm back in ice bath. Yeah. She's eight fifty. Surely you'd rather back Converge at seven fifty than ice bath at eight fifty. No, I actually wouldn't. Ice bath will beat Converge getting six kilos and a better wet tracker. It's a fair weight pool. You don't believe in weights. It doesn't matter what you... You've, you're going to think it's a stupid statement anyway. <laughs> Converge isn't that good, man. He beat Animo once on a track bias. That's his claim to fame. He beat Giannis. JJ oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd beat Giannis. Where, where did Giannis get beat the other day? It was like... like At Madison Square Garden. Mawillabar. Yeah, Mawillabar. That's what it was. Yep. Where the fuck is Mawillabar? <laughs> In New South Wales. I don't know. But fuck nowhere. I think yep. I think they've got the Mawillabar million coming up. New Villandis race. How good? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I completely made that up. I, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I honestly believe you. <laughs> I know. 
Oh, anyway, right. punters, Zaki's there. Probably bear with. I probably... Oh, he's short, but I'll be cheering for him, whether I back him or not, to another thing. If he's out, ice bath, good bet. Yep. Uh, this is the only other race I wanted to look at from Sydney, and don't know if you've got any other opinions, Nico, but it's the Chalmswood, 1,600 metres. Why... Why is Profondo not in this yeah, race? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Just looking at the first time, I was, I was literally just thinking that. If it's a heavy right, so, track, it doesn't matter which freaking yeah. race he's in. All right, that's true. That's true. But still, 1,400 metres first up, surely the logical progression is to <laughs> go to this race second up. Nah, let's take on Zaki. You know the, the race he should have come for? Is the Fian. Yeah. That's what he should have come for. That's a for. Call. That's a Great race for him. Try yeah. and get him into a cocker's plate. Beautiful. He yeah, completely why did he hung. not do that? <laughs> hey? He would have won a group two, probably. Maybe $500,000 group two. Yeah. And got a ticket into a Cox play. Yeah. If I had the Seriously. answers, I'd tell you. I don't. <laughs> Goodness me. Poor poaching anyway. there from Moody Valley. Yeah. Good point, Nico. Unfortunately, right. we just don't have the bullets. I don't just, know. I th- it's just an email, surely. You don't have to pay him. He's not that good. Do a little media thing on him. Good for media, though. Having for fun doing it. That's all you have to do. Surely. Mm. Mm. Oh, who do you like? Or Mekabi Diva next weekend. Yeah. They still, that's that's still probably that's still an option. That's probably still an option. Um, anyway... Dribbling, Chelmsford. Let's deal with the horses that are in the field. Shawfire, Montefilia, Mwanga, and Benod, Numerian, Stockman. A couple resuming stays. Allegro, Knight's Order. I froth this JC. If he's half back, if he, if you can just forget that last run, the I money was there. The money was there to say that he was going to run well. He started five dollars against Animo. Well, yes, Tommy's off. Nash, if Moanga even thinks about turning it up, Nash yep. is just going to absolutely ride any sort of doubt out of him. Yep. He has to be a bet at $6. I agree. Has to be a bet. He's arguably one of the better milers. He's the only miler in this race. Yes, Surefire won over a shorter trip, but he's a stayer. Got blessed with a PR last start. Monophilia, she's a stayer. You go through this race, oh, the only miler nah. in this race is Moanga. This is Agreed. his race to win. We've got to, You've got to give Montefilia a bit more credit than just saying she's a stayer. She's been a very good horse, and she's been adaptable. She's won Group 1s at... What did she win them at? Four, she's going to need to run, though. David Payne's been pretty vocal Um, She won the champion. What is she, a four-time Group 1 winner? Yeah, four times. So... She's she's a proper horse. She, she beat, needs the run she, was the word. Yeah, that's fair enough. I agree with you. I'm with very elegant. Uh very elegant, what am I saying? <laughs> um I was looking at the Montefilia that, that she beat very elegant last, but I'm with the top weight, Moanga. Um it was interesting to hear Annabelle Nation talk about the ride from Tommy. He, he didn't get it like quick enough. He sounds like, it, in other words. Yeah, it sounds like she's just completely like not you're done, mate. And we're going with Nashville Willer. And I love it. This horse, his... It'd be, half, it'd be half the 
stud as well. He's still a cult. Yeah, you can't, you can't, exactly. You can't afford to be, yeah, you can't afford to be finishing 10th of 10th. So this is massive intent. This is go time here. If he fails again here, he might not have many runs left in his career. No. If any. So, gate five. You say he's a miler, but he's, he's 0 from 5 over a mile. 1,400 to Myler, he is. He ran, he ran a really good race in an Epsom with top weight. Mm. Ran second to Incentivise, who was the next coming of Farlap <laughs> in a Maccabidever this time last year. One um, a Winks over 14, I know. One a Winks over 14. Still. Ran second in a Randwick Guineas, and he was a moral beaten. He was running up arse the whole time, and Lions Raw had the uninterrupted run down the outside. I think he's more of a miler than a 2,000 metre horse. That zero from five is inconclusive. Mm. This yeah. horse started This horse started third favourite in a Cox Plate. Yeah. He started $5.50 in a Cox Plate behind Very Elgin and Animo, and obviously State of Rest was probably over the odds, but no one really knew anything about the horse, so that's why State of Rest started $7.58. If, he's, if he can... I don't know. If Annabelle can turn it around and, and Nash can turn around... Six dollars. Take it. Yep. All right. That's that's all I had. I didn't have any other bets around the country. Apparently, Moonga played up really badly in the in the, the mounting yard. So. Yeah, he's a he's a horny son of Saberville. Yeah. Saberville. Plays up like Benny when he says a few things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're just lucky I forgot to put the question segment in uh, this week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, punters. I've been really busy with work and I forgot to do the questions, but we'll get them back on next week. Does anyone have any other bets around the country before we wrap it up? Nope. I've literally got nothing. Looked at New Zealand. Yeah. Morphville is probably the worst card of racing you've ever seen. Uh, that was gross. Doombin couldn't find anything. So... Jumps are done. I think we can just about wrap it up there. Yep. Don't say All jumps. I'll cry. <laughs> um, one thing I forgot to mention off the top, this podcast has been sponsored by Where the Punt, Willie Barbs. Yes. Um, all the all the new merch is dropping soon. Correct me if I'm wrong, punters. If if someone did tip Snap Dancer, then send me a message. But I don't believe anyone tipped Snap Dancer last week in the Memsey so and the prize did, didn't go off we don't off. want to talk to you anyway <laughs> the prize didn't go off production on the fly here I think we're just going to scrap whatever race and we're just going to give it to the longest price winner uh, we'll keep it nice and easy longest price winner tip me it it'll go by the tab fixed dogs win price at the jump so don't text me with a price of a horse because you're not going to get that price uh, it'll just be too difficult to work out deductions you'll get the price it jumps at you get the drift um, protect. Yeah. The no, you don't price. get the drift protect. <laughs> yeah, well, you do because you get the starting price. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope. Don't think so. I can't believe the Lions have been absolutely kissed on the dick. <laughs> oh. oh, Friday fill up. Oh, actually, multi. I've got, I've, multi as well. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll do the multi now. Whilst right. you do that, let me find these details for tomorrow. 
My multi-leg is Eduardo. Nick's is Mr. Brightside. And Will's is something at oh. 6 or $7. Nothing stupid, Will. Hold on, let me find it. You, you go, Nico, do whatever you're doing. And I'll, and I'll I already decided Nico's fine. Friday, Friday fill up punters. Wait, wait, hold off for one sec. Will, do you have anything or not? No, no, let Nico go first. Uh, uh, go on, go on, go on, go on. Friday fill up. Friday fill up, Mornington, race three, custodian, custodian. MZ, one bet, one win, not going for a haircut. <laughs> Bang. Get in, baby. Sounds good. Will, you. Zaki is still there on the table. Oh, Uncle Bryn's no. still there on the table. Uh, Charlemagne's still there on the table. Desert Icon's still there on the table. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Desert Icon or In the Congo, which one do you prefer? <sighs> he, literally, he literally picks two horses. No, not the place. You're going to pick a horse that I spite every week just for this segment. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you back your thing in the first? In the uh, Congo or Desert Icon? Go, don't go to Icon. Or do we go Major Bill? Place. No, 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 not place. Do do <laughs> Desert Icon to win. Oh. <laughs> you just said don't go Desert Icon. No, no, I said go Desert Icon, not Major Bill. For fuck's sake. <sighs> I'm, with, I'm with Desert Icon, so I can't complain about it. Nick, you don't have to take it. Listeners, you don't have to take it, but. But if you want it, if you want to win, take it. But if you want to win, let's get it up. If you want to win, don't take it. Let's get it up. Let's get it up. Let's get it up. You sickos. Right. Race two. Oh, three four. Nah, because there's an icon's 340 on Bet365 right now. We'll get a better price later. But it should be... It's 420 on Sportsbet. Yeah, so we'll bundle them up. What price is it? Bet with mates. Bet with mates quaddy. Not I don't know. We'll figure that out later. No, let me figure it out quicker now. Right. <laughs> You're not going on Saturday, are you, Nick? Uh, no, weekend off. He's turning it up. I am right, turning it up because I need to give my body an absolute rest this weekend because it's yeah, a serious bender next weekend. All right, 14.43 without a boost. It can go up to 15.49 with one. So there you go. That's the that's the multi. We gave you the quaddy at Melbourne. Both of them are going to get up. We're going to fill our pockets. We're going to have a good week. No group ones this week, but uh, we'll be back next week with Maccabi Diva. Hopefully, Mr. Brightside can bolt in, confirm his position in the Cox Plate, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>